paraclete. Um, it, it, can, it can be, it's translated in, in some different uh, uh, translations as advocate, helper, counselor, uh, but actually the Greek term, it, it means like a legal assistant or a legal advocate. It means someone who helps another in court, whether it's an advocate, a witness, a representative, and a lawyer's job is to give counsel and advice on the best course of action to take. That's what they're supposed to do, is to help you make the wisest decision to sort of follow truth where, where it'll lead. And, and this advocate, the Holy Spirit, his job is to speak truth, to help us to seek counsel and wise action on how to follow Jesus, okay? He will teach us all things. He will remind us of what Jesus says. He will encourage us. He will exhort us. And so I'm not going to get into this a ton today, um, but Julie's going to talk a little bit about this next week, about abiding in Jesus, what it looks like to seek him out, to know him personally. Um, but, but I want to talk just a little bit about it today. Let's return to that parent on the bike analogy earlier. Now, a, a parent doesn't want their kids riding on the bike f trailer forever, right? Like we said, a parent wants their kids to learn how to grow into riding that bike on their own, just like they know how to ride a bike on their own. And a, parent, a good parent can't hold that bike forever. They have to let them go. But a good parent is also going to be alongside them, speaking to them, giving them encouragement, saying, you know, do this, don't do that. You know, try to steer clear of that tree. Maybe you don't want to hit that thing. Or there's a car in the road here. Look out for that. Or, you know, keep your balance. Uh, encouraging them, saying, you can do this. You can do this. I know you can do it. I'm right here next to you. I'm not going to let you fall. Th they need to be near, near that voice to be heard, to encourage, to instruct, and to coach. And, and that's the, 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 the role of the Holy Spirit, is the voice of Jesus speaking to us, guiding us, encouraging us instructing us, coaching us to follow him in the way that he set out for us, to follow him in loving one another, to follow him in, in seeking out the love for the rest of the world. Um, and, and so for us, that means we have to like, be listening to that voice or we're going to crash, we're going to hit the curb, we're going we're gonna to go off the road. We have to, we have to learn to listen to that voice, to get good reception to take the time to hear, uh, to not try to figure out on our own how to get there, but to listen in intently. Now, like I said, G Julie's going to talk about this next week, but it's, it's actually, like, it's not that difficult of stuff. Like, it is actually simple if you're willing to kind of put the time in and the effort, okay? It means patience. It means silence. It means meditation. It means reading scripture, pausing to listen. And it takes, takes some work, but it's something that we can all do. Okay, so, so that's, that's an encouragement for you, is, is to slow down, to pause, to listen to the, the voice of Jesus who speaks to us through his Holy Spirit, that presence with us now um, as we, we, we are along the path to going where Jesus is taking us and, and is, is offering to take us. Now, to kind of close, I just want to talk about how this connects to baptism, okay, because that's what we're here for is, is, is baptism today. Um, baptism is the sign that we have gone through death, we've come out the other side because we're united, we're connected to Jesus as he's gone through death and has come out the other side. It's a, it's a symbol, it's a visual parable of what has happened to us in Jesus. We live because Jesus lives. This is what he says in verse 19. Because I live, you will also live. And if we take it to other places in Scripture, in Romans uh, 6, 3 to 5, uh, Paul says, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ has been raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. So, so the, the picture that baptism creates, and, and I think that's something to think about, 
is, is, is it the picture, right? Watching actually what happens when, when someone is getting baptized. They're, they're, they're standing up in the water. They're going under the water. You don't see them, right? And if they don't, you know, if, if me or Julie don't bring them back up, then, you know, that, that leads to death, right? That's how water works, right? But, but so, so for, for a second there, the second that they're under the water, it's supposed to show this sort of connection to Jesus who is buried, who is also not seen under the surface, but who comes back out again in his resurrection. And so when the person comes out of the water, we're supposed to picture them coming back out of death into life on the other side, connected, united to Jesus. That's what baptism is a symbol of, a sign of. And that's what, um, that's what we're celebrating here today. It's for the, the people who are, who are doing this today, making that commitment. They're saying, I've died and I've been raised again because Christ has died and has been raised again. And so now I'm going to follow him where he's going. As I, as I, as I follow uh, him, the, the, the great pioneer who's gone through death has come out the other side and is preparing a place for us to follow him as well. That's what we're talking about today. So I'm going to pray to close this. We're going to take communion. We're going to do a little bit more worship, and then we're going get, to get started with this baptism. Lord, we thank you that you... Um, you, you, you go to another place to prepare it for us. Um, you brave the dangers of the frontier, of death itself, and, and you conquer it. You, you, you successfully map it out and you create this colony for us to follow you as well in your resurrection, God. I pray that we would hold on tight to that hope, uh, that we would, we would follow you wherever you go, Lord, and that um, as we do, as we, and as we celebrate that in the life of the people who are getting baptized today, God, we would uh, fix our gaze firmly and solidly on the way, the truth, the life that is Jesus our Lord, God. So, so we, we, we pray that today. Help us to celebrate uh, well as we celebrate um, th- this, 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 this big occasion, God, this fun occasion um, as we celebrate what you've done in these people's lives. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so you should have gotten a little communion packet. If you don't have one, um, you can come grab one right up here. Um, there, there's a, there's a, um, a box of them right there. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to lead us in some communion. You can go ahead and start taking it apart. Um, you'll see like the top part tears off and there's a little wafer and then there's a bottom part where you can get to the juice. I'll give you a second to do that. Um, and I'll be reading from 1 Corinthians 11 verses 23 and 26. So hang on here. Let me get my own out. All right. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes.
Okay, so I'm going to close this with a benediction, and then we're going to welcome uh, Bailey and Brett up. And they're going to share just a little bit uh, about um, kind of their, uh, their, their faith journey and what's kind of led them to this day. But first, our benediction comes from number 6, uh, 24 to 26. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious towards you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. That's our prayer for you uh, as you go out from this place later today. But now, I do want to invite uh, Brett and Bailey up. And they're, like I said, just going to share uh, real briefly on what led them to this day. And then what we're going to do is we're going to uh, head over to the lake. We're going to go onto the beach there. Um, Julie and I are going to get changed real quick. So we'll throw our swimsuits on. Uh, and then we'll, we'll head out to the water. And then um, you guys will be able to just kind of hang out afterwards. Um, we have some snacks back here. Um, and, yeah, we invite you to just hang out um, for as long as you want. Enjoy the nice weather. Enjoy each other's fellowship and company. Enjoy a chance to come together uh, in person in ways that we, um, you know, can't always do uh, in the middle of a pandemic here. So, yeah. Brett, do you want to go first? Hi, I'm Brett Oyanagi. I'm going to just share a quick testimony here before we go do the baptisms. Um, so growing up, I lived in a Christian household. Uh, my parents were very supportive in my faith journey and built a great foundation for me. They're here today, so thank you so much for uh, building that foundation. Um, I was baptized as a toddler and later graduated from confirmation at our church growing up. Um, High school and college presented many trials and tribulations for me. Um, even a couple years after I graduated college, there were some dark times. Um, sin was starting to take control of my life, um, and I wasn't connected with God. Um, through the grace of God, um, I made it through this difficult, fa difficult phase of my life, um, thanks to the support of family and friends. Um, my beautiful, a big... Um, shift in my inward change um, was when uh, my beautiful wife, Katie, got me plugged into Hope Community Church um, just after I graduated college. Um, and then just through connections, Angela Hermanson got us connected um, with a small group. And I was a little hesitant at first, um, didn't really know if I wanted to make that leap to join a Bible study. But Katie really pushed me to um, participate in that, and that was a huge um, shift in my inward change. Um, long story short, Joel and Julie were a part of that small group, and um, we became close friends and ended up being a part of the church plant here at Res City. Um, Joel, Joel and all of the guys in our um, small group, um, we have a time called accountability time where we just are vulnerable and share our struggles throughout the week. Um, and that has been such a influential part of my uh, in, uh, inward change um, and has really made me grow as a believer. Um, Joel has been, I've been, in, so he was in my first Bible study and he's just been such a great um, influence on me and has um, really pushed me to, or challenged me to um, do things out of my comfort zone, and so I'm very appreciative of that. Um, and yeah, just thanks to all my family and friends that have supported me along the way and have um, been a good influence on me. So this baptism um, is an outward expression of God's faithfulness and my growth. 
um, and commitment in my faith journey as a believer. Um, I'm I'm Bailey Waters, for those that don't know me. Um, I moved here in February and had just graduated college, but for my faith story, I grew up in the church, was baptized as a baby, um, had a good experience growing up in the church, but throughout the past few years, I had started realizing that I was kind of living this Christian life because it wasn't harmful. It seemed like the good thing to do, and um, it made me a better person, I guess, to other people. And um, after realizing that for myself, I, I don't know, Joel's sermon really related to the journey that I've been through on, like, questioning, is Jesus the way, or could all religions lead to God? And, um, yeah, that was definitely some questionings that I had been going through and realized I wasn't fully committed to Jesus. And through the help of some roommates and my friend Maddie, who's here today, um, through her encouragement, I had dove deeper into who is Jesus and why is he the truth. Um, and so, yeah, digging deep into who Jesus is and the fact that he lived this such a humble, radical life of love for us and for me and took all this sin on himself for me just... Um, diving deep into that and realizing that that is the truth and that I can accept that love, I don't know, just has changed my heart toward my faith. And it's not just anymore. I'm doing this because it seems like the right thing to do and because it makes people a better person, but because, wow, like Jesus did die for me and I'm ready to commit myself to that life. And no matter how hard it will be to continue to commit myself to Jesus and to live that life, um, this outward expression of my faith is with the intent of others keeping me accountable as well and um, being a part of the church and living a life for him. So thanks for everyone who's been a part of my journey. And um, yeah, like a lot aren't here, of course, because they're in Kansas where I'm from. But uh, it's definitely a culmination of a lot of support and also people who have questioned my faith too, which has allowed me to dig deeper into that. All right, so if you don't mind, um, uh, you can head on over to the beach over there. Like I said, it'll take a few minutes. We'll have to get everything set up, and um, we'll head under the water, and um, we'll do these baptisms. And then, like I said, feel free to hang out as long as you want um, here, and we're just going to celebrate and do community and enjoy the weather. So we'll see you over there in just a second. <laughs> 